Hello, and welcome to the Acolytes of Merlin. Today we will be discussing The Warded Man by Peter V. Brett. We are your hosts, John. And Johnny. I uh, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I am psyched that we're talking about a um, a single... Uh, like a single instance book that's not part of a series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I just, <laughs> I'm not, I haven't read the other books. I'm not knocking on them. I, I, I just, I was just pretty happy with the single book. That's all. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's fair. <laughs> It wasn't. It, it definitely wasn't my usual fare. I don't think it was yours either. No. Um. The uh, just kind of fighting demons. A uh, very very soft, pretty soft magic system. Um. Or if if not soft, then at least um very uh bare. Even if it was hard, it was very bare bones. Like. Even the and maybe this is a first book thing, but even the when he would talk about how the uh, oh my god the, are, the, are they glyphs the um, wards yeah. wards wards yeah <laughs> who would have thought of that wards yeah. um, well, well wards ruins yeah <laughs> warded man um, but you say like talking about their behavior it's like and then magic flared it just just says magic. Like, Which is it, funny because that's not a term you hear. You don't hear the word magic in a lot of fantasy anymore. Like it's whatever the magic is called, <laughs> right? Um, which, I mean, that's kind of a larger conversation. But I also kind of get that because it's like if something is endemic to your world, then you're not really gonna call it. Um, says something other like call it by a supernatural name if it is indeed natural right Um, right and the magic it is very soft but it's not um it's not like the the story is not a i mean it's about arlen learning the magic but it's not that's a big part of it and the magic is a big part of it but it's more about how he and other people react to it and what it does to the demons and what that does for like the characters fear and how they react to that fear right um because he i don't know i don't i wouldn't consider his and obviously he's only um a portion of the journeys that we have here Yes, um, and uh, quick, sorry, spoilers for all of the Warded Man, uh, and nothing past that. Yeah, uh, nothing past that. Yeah, like I, like I might have a. I don't think we're going to go beyond the first book. Uh, I might, so I might like make like a small high level comment or something, but nothing plot. Really okay. Plot. Yeah, so that sounds good. Um, I I didn't get the sense that he he was uh, going through like a a traditional um or at least not wholly traditional um guy main character learns magic and grows into the world type of deal um i guess just because 
you have the um, messenger guy as 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 sort of a mentor, um, but he's he just seems less uh, seminal in his development than yeah. the average mentor. No, I would agree with that. He he's not super. He's not super important because our the main part of Arlen learning the magic is he's is the whole like just trial by fire, right. slowly kind of just figuring it out on his own. Uh, yeah, and there really isn't. Yeah, there really isn't that traditional mentor figure in that sense. At least, at least for the like main Arlen learns magic part, right. You you kind of see him, yeah, yeah. It's it it is a trial by fire sort of deal, um, which makes it definitely makes it feel very earned. Um, even though he is he is really proficient at it, and I mean that's because he's always but but he's always been like good at um just like the ward drawing, and he just had to um kind of figure the rest out after that just kind of the rules of it and just uh (laughs) having the stones to do it all essentially yes Um, but uh but but at the same time as as i think one of the reviews said it was in a way a really uh traditional story in terms of the kind of heroism it um it depicted from him yes yes he he is supposed to be and becomes a savior christ type figure yeah in terms of he's literally like he the book ends with him literally showing a town how to save themselves from like demons from hell (laughs) right so like it but it's but but he's not a his character is not as f- at least how he's embracing that role is not as traditional as other main characters that we've seen in, si- in similar type of I'm going to lead the world to victory over evil type of way. Right. Cause his um, motivations don't really stay the same or at least they, yeah, do not they don't completely stay the same. Like he uh you know starts off with um I I think with vengeance in mind. Um and then he gets kind of more high-minded about it when he goes out into the desert and he thinks that he's going to um arm everybody and fight against the fight against the demons there and then when that falls apart then he he still he has to come back to um, this sense of 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 leadership of 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 sharing his knowledge um but it comes about in a more in a less grandiose sort of way because he's instead of going to this you know mighty broken nation giving giving them this weapon that he dug out of a crypt um he's just going to this random town and helping them get by yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like it's because it, it's and I remember initially feeling a little underwhelmed by that part of the climax of like, oh, well, there isn't really 
a big, it's not some big event, but I, and part of that's because of how we're trained, I think, to think about these stories, but it, yeah, like, it, it isn't a big, grandiose climax. I'm, I mean, it, it is for him in terms of, it's, it's like the first time he's, re, he's really, um, the first time he, he really empowers other people to be able to help themselves and defend themselves against the demons. But, but, go ahead. but I actually, I, I don't, I mean, yeah, and, and you're and you're not necessarily saying it's um, like a bad climax, just that it's 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 not what we expect. Right. Um, but I wouldn't even go that far, because uh, if only because it is also important to her because it's her home. That's so, true. Yeah, so we haven't we're kinda, about Yeah, and we're not to haven't talked about her yet. Yeah, yeah but, we haven't um, yet. Um, which. Yeah, we have we will, but but the fact that we're we're coming full circle in that sense, um, and we kind of are with with him too because um, that's that's the kind of town he came from and and everything. Yes, and in that sense, he does get. I mean, you we joked about it being a, a standalone book, but he he has a somewhat in that sense he has a somewhat completed journey where he does he comes back to where he came from. Like he, he, he has the traditional end of the Joseph Campbell of like a Joseph Campbell arc where he comes back and is like the master of two worlds and, 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 and is able to do that part of it. Yeah. That that's yeah. probably why, um, you know, there's all, all of the characters really, I, I, they went where they needed to go. Um, and there's no, like, obviously there are still demons and the war's not over, but there's no, like, big bad that I need to see them defeat. So, yeah, I'm just like, okay, so this is, you know, one story in a world that, at least as far as our experiences, um, always had these demons, and so leaving the story with them still there doesn't really feel like a like I'm we're abandoning it at the wrong time. Yes, I would largely agree with that. Um the big exception being I'll just say that everything with Jardier and the Crasians is a let's just say we would be seeing lots and lots more of them in the sequels. Um, well, they had a, I mean, we've, we've seen, um, cultures kind of like that in fantasy. Um, yes. but not, not in, entirely. It, 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 they did feel, um, they did feel very full and distinct. As far as their societal hierarchies, which was very defined, and you know that kind of makes sense with how they're just kind of fighting a war of attrition. Um, it, it's, it reminds me of um, the, you know, it's just kind of nightly they do that thing that the male Aiel do in Wheel of Time. Yes, go, go up and just just kind of throw themselves at darkness and die in the process. Yes, and yeah, I, I, yeah. Except it's except that this obviously it's a just culturally this is what every well 
able-bodied male as <laughs> uh, is expected to do. Um, right. Yeah. So it is. It is more brutal in that way. Um, but I mean, it, the the what what they did still sucked. Oh it, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, it's Jardier. I without all right. I, I'm not going to say much more, but I'll just say you'll be seeing quite a bit of him in the next book. Um, Who, who's him? Uh, of of Jar of Amon Jardier. Oh yeah, so the um, what like the what what was what was he called? Like the the first kind of like a first sword kind of guy. Yes, you know the, the one yeah. who's been in the most battles or whatever or something like that. Yes, yeah, I forget the specifics, but yes, um, but yeah, but yeah, I, I like that sequence. That the, the whole maze thing is, and it makes one thing the book does do a really good job of is showing how the. I mean, we really only see the two cultures, but how the different cultures interact with how the demons and like cycle, um, like the repeats every day affects their cultures. And like the Krasians just have this one, it's this one monolithic place and all the demons get filtered and you have this one battle every night, which is very different than the, the word. I forget what the name of it is, but every, basically everywhere else, the yeah, the Even, non- yeah, yeah the, the the free both the free cities. Um, I mean, the difference with the free cities is you can you can stay outside because you have the 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 walls, whole, right? Yeah, like the whole city versus right. Know. But in terms of just like kind of waiting everything out there, just like all the outskirts, like where he comes from and and Lysha comes from. Yeah, and so like I think that's how the differences between them, the two different cultures, are shown is uh, demonstrated pretty well. Mm-hmm. And it makes, I mean, it's it's had he when he went into the desert, had he heard of the Krasnians? I don't remember because um, um I, I'm just wondering whether or not it was chance that he ran into them. But regardless, once he did run into them, it makes perfect sense that he would, like, do everything that he could to throw in his lot with them. Because they're, out of all the places that he's been, finally there are people that, like, fight as a rule. Oh, yes. And yes. He, that's all he's ever wanted. Right, right. Because that's his whole thing is why are why is no one do why is no no one's why has why is no one even trying to do something about this mm-hmm. uh, and they technically are <laughs> yeah. at least certainly in the way that he arlen more so is mm-hmm. yeah they're like they're not going quietly into that good night but they're still going into that good night <laughs> yeah and that's just a and that's just accepted <laughs> right so then we so then we have um Laisha unless you had more to say on I guess we didn't explicitly talk about his um his his family situation that he came from Yeah um, it's, which is for which is is important because the whole thing with the book is the three of them have him Laisha and uh Roger have have 
different ways in which they are able to either deal with the demons or help or like or be some sort of leader in some way in helping the fight against the demons. Yeah, and, and one all, or the other. Yes, right. And all of their family situations are very integral to that. Uh, and they're all kind of, yeah, they're all integral to that. Yeah, and that's, and I think with Arlen, his dad's the big one where the biggest example where he's like, we got to do something to fight against them. And his dad's like, no, you can't. We're going to just going to keep dying. And he's basically like, well, it's like, we're that's, then that's worse than not fighting at all is Arlen's perspective. Mm -hmm. And then when it, when it culminates in, in his dad not being able to save his mom. Like he got paralyzed from that. It's like, Oh, this isn't like you're, you're kind of making this out of some form of principle. But I, I think even he said that like, if it's, I mean, if it's a question of whether or not you and your mom are in danger, then yeah, that changes things. I think he even said that. And then when the rubber hit the road, it did not. <laughs> it absolutely did not, and uh, and that was sort of a breaking point. Right. I mean, I I I, I feel for the dad. I do. Like it's it, you never know how you're going to act in those situations. Oh yeah, and, and he good. No, go ahead. You're fine. No, yeah, and and, and Peter Pratt does a pretty. He's a good he does a good job of demonstrating how brutal the demons are and how like basically how little how basically you really don't stand a chance if you end up like I mean well until they get use of the wards but they that you that you don't stand a chance against the demons if you're caught out I mean like maybe you could escape possibly but um, but like it's yeah, like you said, it, his dad's reaction makes sense given like what the world is and all the cultural and social norms around fighting or not fighting. Right, and and in in his actions, even in extreme circumstances, are an outgrowth of that um worldview. Yeah, and like also that it would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting that it's. I could see that and this is kind of more of a genre thing. I could see the book being labeled as grimdark. I wouldn't. I could see. I I wouldn't quite labeled as grimdark just because it's. It, it's it doesn't have as much of that. Hope, hopelessness is the word I'm looking for, but that's not quite. That sense of futility, because the the point of the book is to is that people are being empowered to be able to take some sort of action. Whereas a lot of well, I haven't read much Grim Dark, but I I feel like tonally, like that would be there'd be even more futility. But I I would hear an argument from it just from how how brutal and grim the world is. I my my sense is that it's not really about the brutality it's it it's kind of uh disqualified from being grimdark in my mind because 
the like the three heroes um are are able to put some serious points on the board and we have every reason to think that the overall trajectory of the story is going to head towards salvation at this point in time i mean there have been setbacks but um we're they are they are going in the right direction yeah i i i would agree with that yeah especially especially with the and the at least the thematic point of the climax being yes we can do something about this mhm yeah and that cli- climax of the book is the town of Laisha, um who was my favorite of the three <laughs> her story was my favorite yeah hers is pretty, she has a pretty strong story here because you have, I mean, you have a um, sort of a, I don't, I don't know if it is grim dark. It's more so like just subversion, sort of like dirtying of fantasy, where you have her, um, like betrothed, be like the quintessential, um. I mean, essentially the Gaston of yes of the village. That's a good uh, comparison. The the beast in in truth, if not in name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Arlen isn't quite. Some people might like look at him and say he's the beast, except like once he's all like, like depending on like, if they've ever seen someone like like with any sort of markings but like like if the fact that like they when they see him the whole point is that they're empowering and it's not it they're not repelling anybody like the beasts was is yeah but anyways right yeah he's he, he certainly towards the end he he kind of um acts as the the opposite um but this this guy was just a Gareth. Yes. Gareth Gareth is oh he's, he's yeah he's particularly awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she and then her mom. Um, we have another also awful. But go ahead. Weak, weak dad. Oh yes, yes. Um, which is but interesting. Yeah. yeah. So we have so so we don't really have um. I mean, he 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 does. He, we we see that he is is strong in his own way, but we we don't have any like you know traditional uh, leader of the pack type father figures of our main characters because because one of them we don't even really know, um, and then the other two are scared in their own ways. Yeah, would yeah, would yeah, they are kind of there is a parallel especially with Alicia and Arlen's fathers, but yeah, for different maybe related reasons because everyone's the whole culture is kind of like that, but not the whole culture, but a lot of people are like that and that's part of what the book's trying to say, but yeah, for different different reasons. The the difference being that Leisha's mom is almost like an antagonist. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, to- totally. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the yeah. I, th- I think she's Leisha's main antagonist for a, for a good portion of the book. Um, 
And and that's a good point to kind of because there is a parallel between the dads, but they are they are different in the sense that Arlen's dad is supposed to be um like kind of the the everyman in this world. Yes. Um I would think that he he was not the outlier in that situation. Arlen's the outlier. Wait, he's, which is good. Yeah, he's the one who um is like if if you had other little boys in that situation, they would not react with the same kind of indignation and vitriol that that he did. Right. Yeah. And and it's interesting because a lot of times the dad is the outlier <laughs> where the it's the it's like the, in these stories. Yes. Yes. Where the, the dad is the the upstand. Even if he's the everyman, he's the most upstanding version of that or or he was because a lot of times they're dead. <laughs> uh, um, Your father was a great man, but. You know, then he suffered a like an infected wound, and he was felled. Yeah, so they, that, they would say he was felled. Yes, and that uh, a version of that appears frequently, but definitely not here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, no, they they do. I mean, as a general rule, um, not like killing your side characters means that you're tr- choosing a more interesting direction or like yes. not, not killing your characters that are formative um, to your main character, because then you just make them uh, give the main character different motivations based on their experiences with uh, the particular way in in which you mess with those formative characters. Yeah, and I, it's it's I'd say yeah, it, it it also yeah lets them do more things with the story, like in the case of Lucia's mom, like it lets them do more things later on with different situations, like those formative situations and the impacts they can have later on in the story. Whether in this book or other ones, like I, um, that yeah, more more than just oh they died and that's and their death is the motivation, <laughs> right? And that's I mean that's the best case scenario if it's a if it's a dad honestly because more often than not it's involves fridging, fridging, yeah, uh, fridging the wife, the wife, yeah, yeah, well which, <laughs> yeah, this, that's another favorite of the genre you just got fridged that should be a game show just has a good ring to it could be an episode (laughs) yeah um but uh yeah back to lisa i yeah i do it is a little bit like it doesn't really bother me that much but it's a little bit stereotypical that she's the woman and she's a healer like, yeah, it's, like it's it, it's just a little bit like now there are other. Yeah, like there there are other women who are not healers in this story, but she yeah, like it, it's a little bit stereotypical that that's her thing is, oh, well, I'm the the 
wisdom and the or the former wisdom is her mentor. She she gets more of a traditional mentor character. She absolutely does get in terms of a mentor. Yes. Um, she, she's she's uh, more traditional. Um, but in terms of like being, I guess you could call it being typecast, um, kind of into that role. Um, Arlen, it's it is not really that different. Um, even though we kind of, it's like, oh, we just, we just want that kind of character that like fights and stuff in this, um, action dark fantasy story. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he is, he's a boy who decides to rise up and fight. And that's, and that's stereotypical in its own way too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and 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 I think is you might have been going with this that she her character her character is certainly not stereotypical in how she approaches it. Other than other than a certain wheel, she might there are echoes of a certain wheel of time character, but um, but like her character is not stereotypical of oh well, I'm a healer, right? And, and she well, she does, um find some meaning in it um but it's not that's not all that they're she doesn't just like immediately fall into it she she likes different things and i think she even went through sort of a uh, where what direction am i gonna go in essentially i have all these different things that are calling to me yeah yeah and so and, and there is a part of her story that is also culturally like there's the expectation that she's going to marry Garrett and even though he's uh, and that the expectation is basically you need to make him a lot of you basically you need to make a lot of babies is the expectation oh yeah that and was like, a big thing yeah and like story. right and so that's uh, which makes sense culturally from a what the again is is, is a good world building thing from a it is culturally yeah they i mean humanity is effectively slowly dying mm-hmm. and yeah and she yeah but so that there's that cultural layer that also obviously she's pushing back on is like no i'm like i'm not just i'm not just here to make your babies and certainly not from with him <laughs> right and because you're either a mother or a daughter and no matter how old you are, if you were never a mother, you're a daughter. Mm, yep, yep. So that was so that was crazy. But yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's a good wor- world building thing there. They yeah, did. Um, but also, like, definitely, d- definitely good to give her this a storyline to go against that, <laughs> right? Or or at least to or at least to point out the toxic elements of uh, uh, the toxic elements of thing of the things that the village has a choice in prioritizing right you've got it's it's funny because you kind of got these um i'm thinking about it you kind of have these fair fairy tale archetypes kind of getting pitted against each other because you do have because this uh ellen is kind of like a um evil stepmom Yes. And um, even though she's not a stepmom. Um, and 
is saved from that by a lives outside of town hermit old lady who can make flashbangs. So she's totally a witch. And yet yeah. and yet she is the she's like the savior of this story. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I like that. Uh should we move on to Roger? Roger. Sure, it does. Roger. I, be, I would be curious to I'd have to look at the etymology of some of these names. Yeah. Uh, in in particular like the cities, but go ahead. Yeah, that's true. Um, it 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 is funnier just to call him Roger after you say like all of these yeah. other um fantasy names. Yeah, th- this is there. A lot of these are very much fantasy names because you yeah. It's it's like when you had um it it it's different because of how it's spelled, but it's like in in Game of Thrones you have Cersei, Tyrion, Eddard. Rickon, and then John. Yes, and then John. Yes, <laughs> yeah, da- Daenerys. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I wasn't sure. Um, especially as I was getting to, um, Roger and uh, realizing that at least to start out, his point of views were really, really short. Like they they were only taking up one chapter, and I and I couldn't help but notice that difference. Um, for one thing, I'm like, okay, I actually don't know who the warded man is going to be. And in retrospect, hmm, it's not okay. It's not surprising. <laughs> not surprising that it was Arlen. But I'm like, okay, um, we have another male main character here. Maybe it's maybe it's this kid. Um, and. But then the fact that he is also um he also had those really short ones, I just got these uh villain vibes. Oh, I, that's I, interesting. I hmm, yeah. okay. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. The, that that early on maybe he's maybe he's being set up to react very differently or have a very different influence uh, inf- have different influences than Arlen. He 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 just and he does, but yeah, right. And and he was he was showing to have a different um, uh, influence on the story because he was just not taking up as much space as the heroes. And so I kind of expected to get like a, a few, like this is going to be a key character. We're going to get a few um, formative scenes of him, but it's not enough to be like a main character in his own right, like. Um, one of the three, and so we'll just see him later, and he's all grown up and evil now. You know, that's kind of where I thought it was going to go. Wetting my tongue, but no, yes, correct with him. That's yes, <laughs> yeah. I um, yeah, that's that. No, no, you no, you're correct. That's exactly what, what Roger. What happens? Not that he becomes a villain, but oh, he does. Cool. No, 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 no. He no, he just like. He does not, and like with, with, at least with the book, what you see is like what you get. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I uh actually loved um his uh partner, teacher, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not in terms of like, oh, he's a great guy, but I thought he was a great character. 
Yes, he he's probably the Ar- Arlen gets the most like boring of those for sure. Uh, like the most, he's the messenger guy, and he's also kind of the least fills that role the least. Um, yeah, the, the messenger it, did kind of get interesting when we saw into like his family life. That's true. That's true. Um, but he's not as cool as the as Leisha's and or as interesting as Rogers or Rogers or whatever in this. Yeah. Context. Yeah. Because it's because it's like he, in in a way he would be easy to just straight up hate because he is he 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 basically kills his mom right yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and then he um almost just like basically throws him to the demons right before he dies um and so it's just like but it, but then it's like whoa, he's still with him after he's like, he's just like this random dude who wanted to get out of this burning house and it's years later and he's still with him. So he did make a commitment. No, right, no, that's a good point. Yeah. And I just, and that's just, that's a really interesting dichotomy to read about. Right. Like it's despite his like alcoholic tendency, and not just that, but like his seemingly self-serving tendencies, he did follow through with this, right? Because because he he was he was a slave to his fears. He got he um clo- closed the door, and the mom died. And he's a self-serving kind of a self-serving bastard. But even he was like, oh crap, I messed up. Yeah. I I owe him this. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Roger. I mean, obviously, with Roger, you have the um, the the fiddle. Yes, it's just kind of a cool power. Yeah, I yes, I liked it. I, I like the idea of it. Any sort of, I'm always here for any sort of musical magic. Yeah. Uh, so that that was very cool. Uh, yeah, and also to have him in. In comparison and contrasting how we the wards are used, it it creates with a different tension for the scenes where he it's where he he needs to be very. I mean, for both the magics, you have to be exact and constant. Uh, like if you scuff a war, then you're screwed. But he like must if he stops or messes up, then the spell's broken and he's gonna die. <laughs> Um, but like it lets it, in some instances, it gives him more, uh, or certainly a different side of control or way to deal with the demons, which is cool to contrast against the much more direct wards. Right. And there's obviously, there's much more to learn with, um, I, I guess they're all like kind of pushing the boundaries in their own way, but, um, we we hadn't heard anything soothing the savage beast or uh the 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 op like kind of dissonance being able to incapacitate them in a different way um and it, because no one believed him <laughs> no right right cuz well cuz for how however many years it was just the wards are the only thing that can work and they can only be used in certain ways until obviously until Arlen starts proving them wrong, and then Roger starts doing his thing, and yeah, and and then they all get together, 
at 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 the end. Um, yeah, and we have a like, love. Try go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I guess we do. Okay, yeah, kind of a love try. It's not really a plot line thing. God, right? It's just kind of there. Nice. Which I mean, as far as I'm like, I I don't I don't know if um you would like it less if like if it would if it took up more space and was a plot. But I guess I like it less because it it really doesn't need to be there. Not even you know as a plot sort of deal. That's fair. That's um, fair. Yeah, it it didn't like. I didn't mind it too much. It's just in retrospect, I'm looking back and being like, okay, so, you know, R- Roger's into Leisha, but Leisha's into the half-demon dude, which, you know, stranger things have, stranger kinks have happened. <laughs> um, but, so, how do we, how do we feel about the rape. I don't want to say too much on it because I didn't reread this or re-listen to the scene to the actual scene. Okay. Um which would which that would matter in terms of how it's depicted. Uh did you what well maybe I'll have thoughts on what you're saying, but what did you think of it? I it just just in kind of like dark things that happen um even really dark things that happen in a book um i i tend to just take it in stride and just and just think of it in the context of what's going on um but i found this egregious um i yeah i i guess i mean kind of in a larger sense of not only that happening but of them also getting robbed about them getting completely set back it's just like that actually that did feel like a grim dark part because it's just like okay we we just like kind of just got off of um oh yeah um he had just roger had just gotten like mugged and his um like playing partner or whatever um, or his his sponsor got killed, and so there was a bunch of stuff going on there. And then it's just like right afterwards, we got this terrible thing happen to them to set them back. And it's just oh, like it's, is, yeah. I was just like, God dang, is this really necessary? Yeah, I would I would be inclined to agree with that. Just from a unless it's like I don't want to misrepresent what like the context and whatnot, but unless it was like a plot plot point where this is, this is part of what the story is about. I, it's probably like in this case, it's probably unnecessary. Right. Um, But it's, but it's, it didn't at least, at least not as of the end of the book, it didn't have like, um, huge implications for her being, more suited to either one of the guys and as far as we know there's no like rape baby so what really came of this other than just like a trauma dump yeah i would probably tend to agree with that because like yeah because like if, if it doesn't it doesn't impact if, if they're if they're not going to deal with it if they're not going to deal with 
spend time really dealing with the subject matter if they're going to depict the scene like that then do we need then why is the scene there other than the example other than for trauma dump or yeah yeah i i mean i thought the the way that they um you know roger was like trying to <laughs> and it was complicated because he's this I know the literally the worst thing just happened to you, but we're going to die if we don't move. <laughs> so that was yes, that was, he was in a really tough spot there. Um, but just in with that that aside, I I think that they handled the reaction to it fairly well. It's just and 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 then what? Like then then she meets the demon guy and. Arlen, and I guess she thought that you know he's not he's not fully a man, and I hate men now. So hate men at least at this moment. So well, yes. So I'm into I'm into that. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 strange. Yeah, I would. Yeah, again, and I I would I would tend to agree with that take. I. I Without having like like re-listened to that specific scene with the, like the immediate context around it, I wouldn't want to. I like won't make any like other claims other than that. But I think that makes sense what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's all I really have. Actually, what about you? Yeah, no, I think that might be it for me. I mean, yeah, I overall I. The series has some interesting ideas. If you want to keep going at some point, maybe we circle back to book two. But I, I don't have a strong desire to. Okay. Um, yeah, like I think there's a, a lot of interesting ideas. But as far as this book goes, it's in, again interesting concepts. It is a bit slow at parts, but but I it's, the, he I think he explores some cool some interesting concepts and and does a lot of them. Justice in terms of like how we react, how people react to fear, and like how and and different different ways to empower people for people to be empowered. Sure. In those in like in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. To uh, defend them, to heal them, to entertain them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Cool. Well, yeah, then if nothing else, um, this has been uh, The Acolytes of Merlin and our uh, coverage of The Warded Man by Peter V. Brett. Uh, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.